Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I give honor to God the Father, the Son Jesus, who is the head of my life, and the Holy Spirit. Now, Father, I thank you for another day that we have not seen. I ask that you let the seed of your word fall on good ground, receptive ground of the heart. I ask that you also hasten to perform your word in the name of Jesus. And I ask that you give me the grace to minister what you have given me. All this I ask in Jesus' name, and I thank you for it. Amen. Well, praise God. We are um, in our series, If My People. And I want to strongly encourage you to visit the website, visit Spirit of Life Ministries website. The spirit hyphen, that little minus sign. I had to learn about being a little minus sign. (laughs) Um, Spirit hyphen of hyphen life hyphen ministries.com. There's a message that aired October the 2nd of the year 2020, and it's, it, it's, it, um, it bridges it bridges the, this message that I'm about to minister and the prior message that aired on October 7th of last week. So it, it's very important because there's important content in order for all of this to, to link together. And, and make sense in order for God to get the increase, to give the increase. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I need to also say that because of some of the content in the messages as we move forward um, that, that will be ministered on, that Spirit of Life is not a political platform. However, because of God's mandate upon my life in this ministry, it does address the political climate. I do address the political climate under the Spirit of God. Well, praise God. Here we are. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter, verse 14, which is our, one of our foundation scriptures. And it reads, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Let's also go to Matthew the 16th chapter, which is another one of our foundation scriptures. And just to recap, we know that um, Jesus has been talking to Peter and God gave Peter the revelation of Jesus being the son of God and that, um, that Jesus said that he was going to build his rock, excuse me, build his church upon this rock and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And we know that rock is the him. Him being the chief cornerstone, the foundation stone of, of which our redemption and our faith, our right standing in relationship with God and the grace and truth that came through Jesus Christ and it built, being built on the word of God. 
uh, all that is founded on him, the chief cornerstone. And he goes on to say in verse 19, and I will give unto thee, let me read that out of the Amplified Bible. I will give you the keys, the authority of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind, forbid, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth will have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, permit, declare lawful on earth will have already been loosed in heaven. So, question is, why has Jesus given the believer the authority in prayer to bind on earth what has been bound in heaven, which is to forbid or declare it improper and unlawful, and to loose on earth that which has already been loosed in heaven? what has already been permitted and declared lawful in heaven. It's because, you know, the Holy Spirit, he, oh, the, the Holy Spirit, just he blessed me with this. It's because, first of all, it's already done. And God needs human beings to pray in order to bring about the manifestation of the kingdom of God. An excellent example is, is like in Revelations, the 13th chapter and verse 18, where um, it, it says uh, the like the Lamb of God that had been slain before the foundation of the world. God is already ahead of time. He's already ahead of things. He thinks of everything and anything that he wants done. It, it's already done. It's already done. Let's go to Matthew, the sixth chapter, verse nine. This is what Jesus is talking about. He's talking to them in verse 7 and 8 just to, to roll down into this. Uh, don't, don't pray with vain repetition, repetitions and, and things as such as religious rituals, you know, repeating yourself over and over and, and like the Pharisees, or nor to be seen of men or so you'll be heard for your much speaking, you know, because you're your father. He knows what you need, have need of even before you ask. Going into verse 9, and he says this. He's talking to his disciples and telling them how to pray. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, meaning holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. So Jesus is saying here, first of all, start off by holy be thy name and, and, and a, approach God in a a heart of worship and reverencing him for who he is. And he already knows what we have need of. So just come to him in that position of the heart. And as I said, we have to pray because the only way the kingdom of God, see, this is what Jesus is after. The kingdom of God can only be birthed into the earth through prayer. God needs the cooperation of human beings to bring about the kingdom of God into manifestation in the earth, that the earth be a reflection of heaven. See, because it's already done. It needs to be birthed through prayer. He needs our cooperation to release what's been accomplished in advance, that which he has done in advance already. He needs prayer to release it. He needs our cooperation as a human being. In that, in a, in that a blessing. You know what? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. This, <laughs> this, this, increased 
and blessed my faith. Just studying and preparing for this message, it blessed me. Thank you, Jesus. It, it also brought to mind as far as how we we can know that the things that we call, that we can call these things that be not as though they were. That brings to mind that scripture too. I believe that's in Romans 4, 17. So look here, again, it's already done. Jesus just needs the born-again believers' cooperation, the prayer, and release. So what exactly is it that we're binding and loosing in prayer? There are two kingdoms at work. Ephesians 6, 12, verse 6, excuse me, chapter 6, verse 12, lets us know that we are wrestling against something in these two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan, always at war for dominance and control. And this is the the, uh, passage of scripture that's talking about the armor of God. We're not going to get into that today. Verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the things that have been put in place by Satan because he's the God of this world, little g, a God of this world. And these are the things that we're wrestling against. These are the things or, uh, that I just named that we are to bind, that we are to forbid to operate and to declare improper and to uh, declare unlawful. And the things of God The things concerning righteousness, God's way of doing things, God's way of being right and his way of doing things, God's standards found in the word of God. These are the things that we are to loose, to declare lawful. And these are the things that are to be permitted in the earth. This is what we're to do in prayer. This is how we're to engage in prayer. This is the authority that Jesus has given us as the born again believer. To make manifest the kingdom of God. And it can only be done through us. So let's, for an example, what are some of the issues that we need to pray about? Because censorship over the past couple years or so has become big. It's become big. Proverbs, the 11th chapter. This is just a quick example, real life example as well. Proverbs, the 11th chapter, verse 1, lets us know that a false balance and dishonest business practices are extremely offensive to the Lord. But an accurate scale is his delight. The King James says a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Now, censorship has been used in a very unfair and oppressive way. You know, when someone is oppressing someone, it means to hold the, hold your foot on someone else's neck by, while, while the other person um, just runs rampant. Or has free course and that's wrong that that is an issue that needs to be forbidden declared unlawful and is improper in prayer that is to be bound censorship and we do know that the oppressor is based on the character of the one who oppresses which is satan So we do know that whoever his representatives are, are working on behalf of him. We need to we need to look at that. Now, on the other hand, the Constitution says that free speech is to be permitted and it is lawful. That is to be loosed and permitted 
That is to be prayed about. That is lawful. That is right in the Constitution. That free speech, that's for everybody. Thank you, Jesus. That said, I need to wrap it up. So please, don't pay attention to the propaganda and those things that distract, that touch on the emotions that will have you um, cast your vote based on emotion-based decisions, the propaganda, campaign promises, media hype. We need to let our ballots reflect our beliefs. There's a lot more to this, but my time has run out, unfortunately. Well, I pray that you continue to walk this out with me. I do thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B, and until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purposed for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Let them that are athirst come and let them take the water of life freely. Spirit of Life Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to be a blessing to the ministry, donations can be made through the Giveify app. To contact the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414 249 until next time, thank you and God bless you.